Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. You make my life so beautiful. Father, we want to bless your holy name. We are grateful to you for your love and for your mercies. Receive a supernatural release in the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to put your hands together for the Lord and praise and bless His holy name. And today I want to be talking about demanding supernatural release. Now we're living in God's end time harvest. We are in the last days. In fact, there are a lot of things which show or indicate the fact that we are in the last days. And uh, in order to enforce the will of God on earth, for us to walk in the blessings of God, the favor of God, we've got to be violent. Just about the violent. The truth is that our God has prepared the best for us. Amen? In Ephesians 1.3, the Bible says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Not who will, but who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. And the word blessed means empowered to prosper. Now have an amen. The reason why God has already done it is that right in the garden, when man was created, in Genesis 1.28, God blessed them. So I say, God bless them. Good. But one thing I want you to know is that, there is this bad devil who will not want you to possess your possessions. And you need to enforce it. That's why in Matthew chapter 11, verse 11 and 12, the Bible says that since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent taketh it by force. So the violent must take it by what? By force. By coak. Someone say coak. When you study science, Newton's first law of motion says that a body is in a stable condition until an external force is applied. So until an external force is applied, your situation will be the same. Until you become aggressive, your marriage will be the same. A single woman, a man is supposed to come and marry you, but you realize that the situation will be the same until a force is applied. You ought to be prosperous. Some of you, by now, you should have built two houses already. But you are still living in rented premises. And a certain force must be applied. Some of you, when your mother calls you, you begin to scratch your head. Because there's no money to send to your mother. For the past three months, you haven't sent your mother money. Because, but you've got to change it. And so, I want you to know that by supernatural force, there will be a release for you from that condition. Oh, I thought somebody would shout a big guy, amen. Hallelujah. Now, God has given us a mandate. And the mandate is that we ought to win the lost and disciple them and ensure that they are doing well. In John 4.35, the Bible says that the fields are white. Hallelujah. And the fields that are white, that ought to be saved, will not be saved just by government or by social reform groups or by psychic powers, but by the power of God. Someone say, power of God. That's why in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, Jesus said, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you shall lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Have you got some keys here? Lift your keys and say, I've got some keys. 
Take your keys and say, I've got some keys. Amen. Shake your keys and say, I've got some keys. Now, one of the major keys to open kingdom doors for you is the key of prayer. And this key of prayer is going to open some many doors for you. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 6 and 7, quickly. The Bible says that also the sons of the stranger or the foreigner that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants, everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant. Uh, verse 7, even them I will bring to my holy mountain. So what God is saying is that I am bringing, I am bringing foreigners. That means I'm bringing Gentiles. I'm bringing those who are not part of the commonwealth of Israel. I am bringing the lost. I am bringing the sick. I am bringing those who were outcasts. I am bringing them into the house of the Lord. Can I have an amen? And he says that I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. I will make them joyful where? In my house of prayer. It means that when the lost are saved and they are brought into the house of God, they will become joyful in the house of God, which is known as the house of prayer. That their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. Now in the Bible, prayer is indicated by incense. Are you getting me? And the offerings. And they say, for my house. Everybody read this last part with me. For my house shall be called a house of play. A house of entertainment. A house of chit-chatting. My house shall be a house of NGO. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Hallelujah. Now the church is the house of God. Amen. And the Bible says that the church shall be called the house of prayer. The word pray means to plead. Just the word pray. So when you go to the law courts, somebody says, I pray you. It's an old English word which means to plead or to put in a word. To put in a word. Is that right? For intervention. So what he's trying to say is that the house of God is a place for divine intervention. And so when you come to church or you join the church and you are part of the house of God, intervention will take place in your life. If you are single and your family say you cannot marry, that yoke is broken by divine intervention that you will marry and you have your wedding and you, are, you have belly full and you will give birth to one, two, three twins and triplets. Oh, I don't know whether you've gone home. Where they say people cannot get good jobs, as for you, a better job is your portion. Where they say people cannot build houses minus you. Where they say people cannot go for holidays abroad minus you. As for you, because you are part of the house of God, which is a house of prayer, it is a place of divine intervention. And I came to tell somebody that whatever your situation is, there is divine intervention. The hand of God is coming through for you and there shall be a turn around in your life. Somebody shout, there's a turn around. Hallelujah. And the intervention takes place by prayer. Someone say prayer. That is the reason why a prayerless church is a powerless church. And a prayerless person is a powerless person. In fact, your strength is likened to your prayer life. Your spiritual strength is indicated by your prayer life. So a prayerless church is a powerless church. Therefore, it is interventionless. 
in function. Because the house of God must be a place of divine intervention. And your life must be a life of intervention. That you will stand for your family. May you be able to stand for your family. If there is any challenge and they say, Ajua has come, Kwesi has come, Atu has come, Jones has come. The moment your name is mentioned, they must know that intervention will take place. You know, that's the reason why traditionally, even when people are going to church, they say, Because they know that you are going to the place of what? Intervention. And as you have come here, there will be intervention in your life. Oh, so you didn't hear me. I said there will be intervention in your life. Jesus, our Lord, who is our master, showed us the way that for you to get intervention, you need to pray. So in Mark chapter 1 verse 35, the Bible says that a great while before day, he, Jesus himself, went to a solitary place to go and pray. A great while. He went all by himself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's good to have friends. It's good to have company. But it is very important that you must be alone with God. When you are alone with somebody, you can know his heart. Many people don't share their secrets in the multitudes. If you want to share your heart with somebody, it is when you are in the, with a person alone. And there are many people who have got secrets. And the secrets are shared with trusted people. When you are alone with God, you can know the secrets of God. Can I have an amen? Yeah, God will reveal his heart unto you. By a lot of time, you don't seem to know the ways of God because you don't spend time with him. You spend time with so many people, you're always on the telephone, you are chit-chatting, whatsapping, instagramming, facebooking, talking to people all over the place, but you don't have time for God. But it is very important that you have time for God. Can I have an amen? This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled? Confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. When you read uh, uh, Luke chapter 3 verse 21, when Jesus was going to start his public ministry, the Bible says that whilst he was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open. The open heavens is talking about divine intervention. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know something. Listen, never step out of your house from today. No matter how late you are, never step out of your house without prayer. Because you don't know what you are going to face. Prayer prepares you. Prayer clears the way. Prayer begins to deal with the heart of demons. Prayer begins to deal with the heart of people. Prayer begins to deal with the heart of your boss. Prayer begins to clear the way. Prayer begins to take away the weeds. Prayer causes the hand of God to work on your behalf. Can I have an amen? Yeah. And Jesus knew. That's why even Jesus, before he met people, he met God. He didn't hear me. So that's why in the mornings I don't like people coming, calling me, chatting, chatting. No, 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 no. I want to talk to God first before I talk to men. What have I got to tell men if I haven't been able to talk to God? You see, but most people, they talk funny things to men because they haven't yet talked to God. Because if you have talked to God, God will minister some things to you. And sometimes when you, you see, when you even talk to God, sometimes the people who are going to call you, God will show you. 
and the things they are going to say and the answers you ought to give to them. Yes? Are you learning something here? And anything that you are going to do that is public will face opposition. All of you young people want to marry, listen to me. Don't think marriage is love, love, it is war. Did you hear me? You will have, you will have opposition, in-laws. Listen, people will come to your wedding or you're engaged. Hello, 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 hello. But be sure when he has it. I'm telling you. From today, if you plan to marry, you better pray. Do your preparation first. You think everybody who comes for the wedding likes you. Even gifts. It's not every gift you use. You must be sensitive. And you don't feel easy in your spirit. Don't use it. After all, without that, you are not dead. Some of things are points of contact. But when you pray, your spirit man. That people say, I went here and I ate this food after that. This will happen. I wore this. Or even when they, I shook up with this person and communicated with this person, then this problem began in my life. There are times that there are certain people, the moment they step into your house, after that your house is never the same. I'm telling you. That is why even traditions, sometimes when they meet somebody, somebody comes around that they think is not correct. When they, the person goes, they take broom and they sweep. They sweep. But you, you won't sweep the person away in the spirit. You won't sweep the condition away in the spirit. Hey. You joke around with your life. Before you marry, you must pray. Before you get into a new job, you must pray. Jesus, when he was coming to save humanity, he realized that he was coming to face opposition. So he had to get divine intervention. That is why, whilst he was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open, and then God gave him a new description. He used to be known as a carpenter's son. But after the heaven was open, the father said, this is my beloved son. Son, in whom I'm well pleased. He received a new identification. Today, may you receive a new identification. May you receive a new description. I said, may you receive a new description. And the description they've given to your family and to you minus you from today, that description is changed. Sometimes we live in a situation such that we are not even described by our names. We are not called by our names, but we are called by our problems. Our ugly situations. That sister who wears, who, who has been wearing that type of shoe that half of it is gone off. The, the heel is chopped off. You are described by that negative condition. But from today may it change. That what precedes your description must be a positive description. A glorious description. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an Amen. And that comes by persistent prayer. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8, Jesus said, Say, men ought to pray. He spoke a parable to them and said, Men ought to pray. He said, Men ought to pray and not to faint. That means that don't give up. That means that keep on keeping on. Okay, and then what did he say? Then he gave the parable. He said, There was in a city a judge who, who didn't fear God, neither regarded man. And then there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. Oh, and he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, it means that there are people who don't fear God. You see, he was a judge who didn't fear God. Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Lest by her, because she troubles me, I will avenge her. Lest by her continual coming, she weary me. So what you are saying is that this woman is persistent. Someone say Persistent. By her continual coming, she will, she will weary me. Verse 6 and 7 quickly. Then he said, hear what the unjust judge said. 
Then verse 7, what did he say again? He says, And shall not God avenge his own elect who cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? It means that as you pray day and night, it is not an exhibition of lack of faith, but rather trust in God. Because if you keep asking somebody for something, it means that you know he has it, and you know that he's got the capacity and the capability and the ability to do it. And may God, as you continually ask him, may he do it for you. And you see, sometimes, somebody, when you ask him something for the first time, he may not give it to you because he doesn't know how, how hungry you are for it. How thirsty you are for it. And you don't give things, food to, to people who are not hungry. You, you don't give water to people who are not thirsty. You don't give things to people who are not desirous for it. Are you getting me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've come to realize that. You must give things to people when they want it. And even in church, you realize that people can receive only as much as they are hungry. They are, you can come and sit in a church and you are, you are in neutral gear. And so you don't receive anything. And as we, we get a testimony, somebody just came and got a job. And many other things. And we go to places and the people are hungry. In fact, this message that I'm preaching, I've preached somewhere and, and you see the people were excited. And they, were, they, they got out of their chairs. And as I was just standing there, they have come to stand close by me. Because they know that the man is delivering something. They are hungry for something. You are not hungry. But when you are hungry, God will give to you. Today I want you to be hungry and say, I want a change. I want a change. Hey, I, 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 I want a The Bible says that Hannah, in First Samuel chapter 1, had been going to Shiloh. They've been going there year after year. Year after year. They have been going just like Sunday after Sunday, you've been coming to the house of God. But this particular one, hey, someone say, hey, oh, this particular one. And you see, any time that they go, she had a rival called Penina. Penina had children, and, she, and then she didn't have a child. And I mean, Penina would be making a mess of this woman. But the Bible says that for this particular time, she poured out her soul. She poured out her soul. She prayed unto God and poured out her soul to the extent that she was, she was being seen like somebody who was drunk. And when the priest came and said, why are you drunk? He said, priest, please, I'm not drunk. You see, she was also responsible. She, she knew how to act properly. It's as if the priest was accusing her. But instead of being arrogant and insulting and saying, priest, you shall we hear? So for me, Pharaoh, I said, my own who can to me so me Pharaoh pa. I said, yes, I'm a Pharaoh and can be can be. Why can't we? Suffer me Pharaoh. There are many people like that. Suffer me Pharaoh. But you see, she said, no, my Lord. But out of the bitterness of my heart, have I poured out my soul unto the Lord. And because of the relationship that Eli the priest had with Jehovah God, Eli spoke and said, what you have prayed about, what you have desired, so let it be. 
It means that the word of God from the mouth of your man servant can turn your life around. And after that, she conceived and got Samuel, the prophet of God. And I came to tell somebody that God is about to let give you a prophetic blessing. Oh, a prophetic blessing. Yes. Before that time, people had been, women have been marrying and having children, but their names were not recorded in the Bible. But when Samuel was born, Samuel became a, a historical person. He became a biblical person and a contemporary person. Today, people name their children after Samuel because of the fact that Hannah was willing and ready and thirsty and hungry. That Lord, I don't want my situation to be the same. I am a woman. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! If some, some woman has given birth, it's my time. If some woman has married, then it's my time. If you did it for Sister Ajua, if you did it for Sister Kate, then you can do it for me. For you are the same Yesterday, today, and for. Ah. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday. For prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. If you see anybody have anything, don't jealous the person. It means that that thing is available. It means that that thing is possible. I, it means, I say it is available and it is possible. Available and possible. Someone say available and possible. Available and possible. Hallelujah. You see somebody dressed nice and say, Lord, I thank you. If my sister is dressing, if you have made this, my sister dress this way, oh, me too, my own is coming. If you hear a wedding announcement, don't get bitter and say, Radia Nami Nami Free Hine. It means that God is saying that I have begun the miracle and that your own is also following. Your own is following. Can I have an amen? Somebody travel say, I went here and I traveled here. No, 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 no. If God has opened that door, it means that the door is open. The door is open. The door is open. Are you hungry enough to eat of this? Are you hungry enough to go through it? Are you hungry enough to, for it to change? Are you hungry enough? And say, Lord, God Almighty, if you did it for this, my senior, you will do it for me. Hey! Give the Lord a shout of praise. If the Lord did it for somebody, He would do it for you. If the Lord has begun to change your life in a way, then He will continually do amazing miracles. I see amazing miracles, glorious testimonies. They are coming into your life, somebody here. I said they are coming into your life. Your life will be historical. I said to be historical. And God is going to do amazing things in your life, with your life, for your life, and through your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
And there is this man called Abraham. Somebody say Abraham. In Genesis chapter 12, the Lord told him, leave your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. And there, I will bless you. Then in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 to 5, this Abraham guy realized that, hey, he was just living there with only his, 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 his servant. And he said that the Lord, whether the Lord came to him, fear not, Abraham, I am your shield and exceeding great reward. Somebody, God has given you a promise, but it looks like the promise hasn't come, but the Lord said, fear not. Say, fear not. Fear not. You see, fear is false evidences that appear real. The evidence is not real. It's a false one. False evidence that appears real. And God said, fear not. And he mentioned his name, Abraham. So God is telling you, fear not. Tell your friend and say, fear not. Slap somebody and say, fear not. Mention the person and say, say, fear not. And God says, I am your shield. That means that I am your protection. And I am your what? Exceeding great reward. It means that whatever that you are doing, God is going to reward you. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. In Mark chapter 10, the Bible says that we've left all to follow you. And he said that no one who lives father and mother, brother and sister for my sake, will not go unrewarded, but on earth shall receive mothers, brothers, sisters. Charlie, you are going to receive things. Me, I believe the Bible. So what God has said, I know it. That's why I've got good brothers and sisters. I've got good friends. I've got good people. Can I have an amen? Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. My hope is We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at springs of life chapel international so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in christ Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ekobang Junction. You can always call 
plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Revj Ekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N, one word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban. <laughs>